Welcome to the Students Beyond Borders podcast. In today's episode, we talk with Alyssa Nada, the CEO of USAC. We hear about Alyssa's personal study abroad experiences, what it has been like for her to lead an international education organization during COVID-19, and her predictions for the future of study abroad. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Students Beyond Borders podcast. I am Sarah. And I'm Nicole. We are here today with Alyssa Nada. She is the CEO of USAC. We are excited to have you on the podcast today. So um, you've actually, you just celebrated your 20 year anniversary with USAC. So first off, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. That is quite amazing. So you've been with the company for a long time. Can you tell us a little bit about your history with the company because you are recently stepped into the um, CEO role? Right. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I think uh, I want to say congratulations to you on the podcast. It's really a great new initiative. And so I thank both of you for the, all the work you've done to make it happen, first of all. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I've been with USAC now for 20 years, just recently celebrated that anniversary. And for most of that time, I was the resident director in Italy, overseeing the four USAC programs there. Uh, And then in 2017, stepped into the CEO role. Um, And it's been really interesting to see the organization change over all those years and really grow and evolve with the times. And really to see it for so many years from the international side and now to see it from the U.S. side. So it's been a really interesting journey. Can you talk about um, your experience studying abroad? Sure. Yes, that's true. I did. I studied, well, my first international experience was actually in high school when I went uh, with a group of students and my language teacher. And that was really like the first step into the world and really opened my eyes in that respect. Then I went in college and graduate school and again after graduate school. So I went, I went many different times. And yes, one of those times was the first time I was going in college. And I've actually been thinking about it a lot lately. And I, my, my flight had been canceled out of Providence and, in Rhode Island and it got moved to New York. So I jumped in the car with my parents. We drove all the way to New York. And I, was, I remember standing in the airport in New York and um, about to get on the plane to go to Italy, and I saw on the TV screens in the airport that the first Gulf War, the Persian Gulf conflict, had just started, and it really erupted that same night. Mm. And so yeah. I, I don't remember the exact conversations we must have had, but I do remember you know, being surprised and shocked but also my parents being really supportive, really encouraging, saying, you know, you've come this far. This means so much to you to go. Um, you know, what do you want to do? And I, you know, I just said, well, I'm going to take that risk. I'm going to go. And uh, and I'm so, so glad that I did because it absolutely started the rest of my life. I mean, I, I've had so many personal and professional opportunities because of that decision. Um, and it absolutely led to who I am and to the career that I have today. I love that your parents were so, you know, so supportive of your decision because it's such a, I don't know, and I mean, a moment like that, I think all students, you right, even 
you know, when you're just going to study abroad in normal um, conditions, it's so nerve wracking. And to have that support system and that little extra push of encouragement and reminder of why you're doing this, um, I think definitely, definitely. Yeah, you never know what it's going to lead to. Like I, I was intending to go for a semester and stayed for two years. Oh, <laughs> I, never, uh, I never went back. I finished my degree abroad and I went on to graduate school directly from there. So, I mean, you never know how, what all the great opportunities that are going to pop up as a result. Yeah. So talking about the support system you had with your parents, obviously all of our students have gone through that with the coronavirus this past spring and summer. How did you see COVID affect our students and what did we do as an organization to support them during that time? Yeah, as you can imagine, yeah, it had COVID had a, a major impact on our students and our programs and really on the whole field of study abroad. Um, at that time, you know, between January and April, when it really hit the peak, we, we had about 1,500 students abroad all over the world. And as you know, it started in China and we made the difficult decision to cancel both our programs in China and Shanghai and Chengdu. Um, a silver lining of that, though, was that our other programs were still open. And so a lot of those students actually got to transition to Uruguay, believe it or not, to our program in Montevideo because um, it was just the right timing. And they were actually able to continue to study Chinese. We were able to initiate a lot of new courses there for them so they could continue their studies. And I think that was a great success and something we can be proud of. And I'm really happy that we did that because those students got an extra month or two of international exposure and experience that they wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, yeah. So that was one good result. Yeah, that's actually really that was um, that's actually really cool. Like you, you know, you go to China and what, what you, you're going to end up in Uruguay. Like it's just you, know, you never think that would happen. So they, I think those students got to experience some really interesting stuff, and we got. A lot of good feedback from um, from those students. It was fun for them to compare their experiences between like the two locations, even if their experience in Uruguay was, you know, shortened. Right, right. So, yeah, totally unique experience. And yeah, again, I'm really, I'm really, really glad that we were able to do that for them. But then, you know, as you know, it continued. Unfortunately, like at that time, we had no idea how much of a worldwide impact this was going to have, and so. The next step was Italy, and, you know, that was just heartbreaking. I remember sitting in that room with our crisis management team that night and having to make that decision to cancel all four of those programs and to bring those students home. Just how sad and difficult that was, you know, for us, but also for the students and, and also for the staff, because you have to remember that's that's what they love to do. They're there. They love to share their cultures with the students. And so for them to also have to shorten that experience was also a really difficult, you know, moment for everybody. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, it continued, you know, then it hit Spain and it just went on and on and talking with the resident directors and making that decision together. We all decided it was the best decision at that moment with the information that we had you know, always really difficult and sad, but I do think it was the right decision, you know, with, with the health and safety of our students in mind. Um, but luckily, yeah, we were able to transition most of those students into online courses so they could come home and finish their credits, finish their semester. So that was a really positive ending to, to that whole experience. 
You mentioned how difficult these decisions were, of course. I don't think anyone in your position would take those choices lightly. But from our perspective, it seemed like you knew exactly what you were doing and you made your decisions with a lot of confidence. How do you think your study abroad experience and experiences as an RD prepared you to lead us through the current situation and to do so seemingly so smooth? Wow, well, thank you. (laughs) It was definitely a team effort and team decision. I mean, we have a crisis management team and directors all over the world. And so we we did decide that together, again, just based on all the resources that we had and and what we thought was the right thing to do at that moment. Um, But yeah, I think as a student, I could say definitely you learn to problem solve. You learn to think on your feet, you know, and that's true for any student who goes anywhere. You're you're going to face difficulties and challenges. You're going to learn new languages, um, you know, or just even learn how to get around a new city or a bus system, you know. So you're learning these 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 concrete new things, but you're also learning, like, I can do this. I can get through it. It's an obstacle, but I can get by it, and I can be more confident and comfortable as a result. So I, I brought that with me. <laughs> um But I do want to mention as an RD what it also did, because I I did draw a lot on that experience as a resident director. Um, Because an RD job is really strange and really difficult and really unique. Um, You're facing problems all the time. Every day there's something new that comes up. You can prepare really, really well for things, um, you know, as much in advance as you can, but there's always going to be something that you've never dreamed of. And certainly a global (laughs) pandemic was in nobody's mind. Um, I think crises have a real potential to unite people, you know, to make them stronger as an individual, but also as a group or as a team. And I saw that tremendously in these last months at USAC. People really came together. They really supported each other. Um, You know, people were very supportive and, and, and generous and creative, you know, so all those things really, really were a result of this. It really showed me even more how committed our staff is all over the world, um, like how much they truly care, how much they truly believe in students and the study abroad experience. It really shows and it really shows still today when they're, you know, they're anxiously waiting. They can't wait to have students back on site again and we can't wait to have them in our office again, you know, mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah. We're just waiting for that moment. Hopefully, we'll come soon. <laughs> Hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, COVID has changed study abroad. We just got done talking about, you know, ending. It ended so many students study abroad early. Students couldn't study abroad for fall. Um, traveling's not open yet. But, you know, how do you think or I guess how do you predict that COVID is going to change the future of study abroad in general, like, do you think that there's going to be a lasting impact on the study abroad industry or, you know, how is it going to um, change because of this potentially? Yeah, that's a tough question. Um, it's hard to predict that. I mean, I know certainly on travel, it's going to impact and you're going to have a long, a long-term impact. You know, we can see that in the airlines now, you know, with all new protocols in place and all the, you know, mask requirements and distancing and all, all of that. And so that I think is going to stay with us for a long time. Study abroad specifically, I think the same. I think it's going to look different. Um, 
you know, it's going to be fundamentally the same, but the way you go about it will be slightly different. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, it's all about um, preparing and getting the most information possible. So you're well prepared to make the best decision for you to go abroad, to go to a certain location. I really see that as our role as an organization. Um, but I can say, I do think I'm staying very optimistic and very positive because I, I still see the applications rolling in. We're getting a lot of applications for spring, for January, for next summer already. And and I hear the same from all our U.S. university partners. They're telling me, you know, we're getting calls every day in our offices or we're getting applications every day. So I, I do think student interest is still very strong and they just can't wait to get out there as soon as they can. Um, at the same time, you know, I can certainly understand why people might be a little more hesitant, a little more cautious. But again, I think it's just about preparing yourself, knowing what you're what you're going into. And that's that's our job at USAC. Um, we have a great health and safety team. We have a great crisis team. Everybody's working hard to increase all of that information so that our students will feel even more confident going when they can. So with, you know, everything has uh, changed, everything's changing with COVID and we've been super innovative over here at USAC with lots of new opportunities for students um, as far as just international education goes in general. So what can students expect from USAC as we move forward? Well, we'll definitely be continuing our global perspectives options and we're really happy about those. So we have a wide variety of online courses. So we're really trying to be as flexible as we possibly can and to help as many students as we can. So this means a student can take one course or they can take a full load up to 18 credits in one semester, let's say, or they can mix and match a course and an internship, for example. I thought I feel like the um, Global Perspectives program is really interesting, I think. And I mean, amazing for this time, like being able to do an internship, like talking to these students that are doing these internships for the international companies right from home. Um, I mean, they're still getting to do some incredible work, even though they're not on site. And these companies are so great the way that they're, the tasks they're giving them and the responsibilities and the way they're involving them in their country and they're giving them little like mini cultural lessons and stuff. So right. um, I think it's a really, I think it's a really awesome opportunity. It's been fun to work on it and see it evolve. And um, I'm excited. I agree with you. I think it's it evolved our company as a whole. We're a lot more than a study abroad organization. Um, right, right. At this yeah, point. we've learned a lot. Yeah, we've learned yeah. a lot through the whole thing. I mean, even, um, you know, we're always learning and looking to learn and improve. And we've actually come up with some new ideas for the fall. So to add complementary career workshops or cultural workshops. I mean, I'm excited to see how those go, because I think that will be really effective and really useful for students, you know, because they can learn resume tips or interview tips or, you know, global careers. Maybe now they're thinking more internationally. We're even going to talk about international education careers and jobs. So it's really exciting. It's going to lead to a lot of other things. But we're also looking at when we're back on site again, we're going to be offering January sessions that are going to be um, two or three weeks. They could be a hybrid, part online, part in person. They could be fully in person for three weeks, depending on the location. And then we're also creating our spring accelerated programs, which are really interesting because these are a shortened version of a semester from January to March, more or less. So students who really just want to go for a shorter period of time, 
or maybe it works better for their schedule back at home, that's perfect for them. So they can get a full semester actually between January and March, or they can actually go for the full regular spring semester, which is January through May. And that's so just uh, a couple examples of some yeah. of the things we're doing. Yeah, we have a lot of different things happening, but with the spring accelerated in particular, it's a great option for quarter students because they normally can't study abroad in the spring, right? Because of the way the scheduling right. falls. It's, it's not like they can't, but it's just a, a little harder for them. So for yeah, students that are on the quarter system school, those accelerated programs are really awesome options. Lots of flexibility, I feel like is happening right now with, um, yeah. with USAC and moving forward. Like I think students are gonna have more choices than ever to study abroad, no matter how much time they have. And all of our offerings as always are super affordable. And so it's been, um, yeah, it's lots of fun opportunities to study abroad, no matter More what ways to make it happen. Yes. <laughs> Right, exactly. Now, I'm glad you mentioned affordability and accessibility because those are two really important things to us as an organization. And and yeah, this whole all these new innovative ideas are, are coming, you know, out of that, out of those beliefs, you know, and really authentic locations, but always at a really affordable um, rate, but also being yeah, as flexible as we possibly can, because we, we understand that this, you know, COVID has thrown people for a loop, you know, we're not quite sure what students are going to fully want or be able to do. Maybe they want a shorter length of time. Maybe they want a different location. So we're, we're definitely here to help and to innovate in order to help as many students as we can. Um, once students go abroad again, how is USAC adjusting our policies and our on-site procedures to make sure that students are, you know, keep students healthy on site? Yeah, that's a good question because I know that's a real concern for universities and families. Of course, they want to know what what is it going to look like when they get there. You know, how is how is it different if it is different? And so, like I mentioned, we have a really great health and safety team who have been working very closely with our resident directors abroad to really gather as much information as they possibly can so that we can share it with students. Um, we've increased all our materials, pre-departure advising. We've, we've created a whole new webinar that's just about COVID and, and health issues that students should prepare for and think about before they go. Um, we've also created guidelines for students and their families um, to, you know, to know what they're going to experience, but also site-specific ones because you can talk generally, but then you need to talk very specific to that city and that host university because you really need to tell that student what what's the classroom going to look like what's housing going to look like and so we're, we're working with our staff abroad to determine all those things because you as you can imagine every city every country is different and is going to have different protocols in place so we're learning and staying in touch with you know all the u.s authorities but also all the authorities there on site too one really cool thing that we've done too is the RDs have been um, creating videos so that we can really show students what it looks like physically on site today. So you see like the RD or the staff or the professor out there on the bus or in the supermarket or at, you know, walking through the city center, whether it's in Shanghai or Madrid or Brazil, you know, they can really see that life is going on and people are outside and on the street and able to live their lives. Because I think that's the fear. I think students just don't know what to expect. And so yeah. the more we can share, the better.
yeah, those videos are have been fun, um, have been fun to watch. We're if you're looking for where you can find them, if you're listening and wondering where you can find these videos, we've been putting them out on our LinkedIn and um, on our social media, and they'll be on our YouTube channel. Um, all of those handles are at Study Abroad USAC, but it has been um, super fun to to watch those. I know we've been working hard. I can't imagine with 53 programs, that's an easy job to keep tabs on what's happening safety or like health restriction wise at every single location. So kudos to kudos to the team for that. And I know that um, it's going to be a good experience when students can go abroad. Absolutely. It's very clear with what you just said and all the actions we've been taking with coronavirus up to this point that our number one priority is, of course, to get students abroad again and to do so as safely as possible. Um, Why do you think students should keep study abroad in their plans and still keep it on their bucket list? I think study abroad is so vitally important for everybody. I, I really wish every school in the U.S. would make it required, you know, for every major, minor, regardless of where you are, you know, in your in the in the country or in your academic career. I think it's just so important for students to have international exposure. You know, even if it's a week or two versus a year, whatever it is, it will have impact and and positive impact on that student and on their on their future. Because I, I think, you know, online work is great and it can certainly be effective and can, you can learn a lot. But I also think it could never fully replace that in-person experience. You know, there's just something about walking in that piazza or on those cobblestone streets or eating, you know, French cheese or whatever it might be. Like in that place, it's an entirely different experience. You know, you're absorbing the culture because you're, you're physically there in it. So I can't I can't say enough just how how much I support study abroad. Man, I wholeheartedly agree. And now you make me want some French cheese. <laughs> so I'm gonna need to go get a snack after this. Well, now I'm gonna have some cheese for lunch. It's not gonna be French. It's gonna be disappointing. <laughs> That's okay. We'll be close enough. <laughs> um, you touched on this a little bit earlier about the importance that students need to take in educating themselves on health and safety precautions when they do go abroad again. What other advice do you have for students who maybe are apprehensive about studying abroad or maybe they have parents who are apprehensive about them studying abroad? What do you have to say to those students? I say, well, certainly I understand. I understand your concern. Um, and But I want to stress that health and safety is always our priority at USAC anyway, any, any year, you know, yes. even before all this happened. And so now it's just even stronger and even more important. And we're working even more on it and have more people involved in it, you know. So we're yeah. fully in touch with all the authorities we could possibly be in touch with and, and getting as much information as we can to students to help them feel confident and comfortable to go. Absolutely. I think the most important thing, like you just said, is that our students know that there are number one priorities. Safety is always number one. And like you touched on at the beginning with your parents and having those difficult conversations, developing a good support system and opening up communication, whether it's with your parents or your program advisor, whoever it may be, I think is good too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I want to encourage students, our families, call us, write to us, whatever it is, and we'll be happy to put you in touch with the advisor who knows that country very well, or our health and safety team, 
or even our resident director abroad. So you can talk to them yeah. directly and see what it's like in Thailand today or Costa Rica. You know, why why not? We're happy to share that information with you. Because I do see that as our responsibility at USAC. It's to reassure people, but to also make sure those protocols and procedures are in place. And we are doing that. So I'm, I'm proud of the whole team for that and how much work they've been putting in. And again, it's based on care. Our, our team really, truly cares about students and study abroad. And so they're really going out of their way to make sure things are in place and ready for students as soon as they can possibly get on that plane again. Yeah, we'll be ready for them. We're waiting. <laughs> We're, We're ready. ready. Thank you so much, Alyssa, for joining us today and chatting us through everything you've been through in the last few months and how you predict study abroad moving forward. I know I speak probably for all of us when I say I'm really excited to see what the future holds. And to all of our listeners, if you want to learn more about our Global Perspectives opportunities, you can listen to our first two podcast episodes. And our Spring Accelerated will definitely be chatting about more. We have a couple guests lined up to talk about those options coming up for Spring 2021, so stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening to Students Beyond Borders, a podcast brought to you by the University Studies Abroad Consortium. Please listen and subscribe on Buzzsprout or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow USAC on all your favorite social media channels at Study Abroad USAC. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to be on the podcast or have a question for us about Study Abroad, you can email us at studyabroad at usac.edu.